AfroTales Podcast is a part of the Connected Podcast Network. Ahoy, my friends. Welcome aboard the AfroTales Podcast. I'm your storyteller, Amon Mazinga. Join me as we explore the tales that grew from the people of indigenous and African descent in the Americas and the Caribbean. After, come and see me, chef, who will impart upon you a recipe for the story you have just heard. So with no further ado, let us set sail on this new age of exploration. The Ant Story One day, an ant had a great stroke of luck. He found a huge crumb and even had a dab of grape jelly on it. He laughed out loud, knowing how happy everyone in the anthill would be with the taste of that crumb. But when he started dragging the crumb toward the anthill, he realized he had a tough task ahead of him. His antenna quivered, his legs strained, and his jaw ached as he slowly dragged the crumb. This is too much for me. I can't do it alone. I can't. I can't. When the bee came along, the ant yelled, Stop! I stop and help me with this crumb. Bzz, I'm sorry. Bzz, sorry, I have to get all this pollen I came back to the hive. And the bee flew off. Soon a beetle, a practical joker, wandered by. When the ant asked him to help, the beetle said, Sure. He took a big bite of the crumb. I made it lighter for you. Didn't I? He hooted, walking away. The ant stood there, fussing and fuming. A spider had been watching the whole thing from a web up in the tree. She heard enough of the ants, I can't, I can't. She spun a thread down to where the ant was. I'm going to solve the problem for you. I'm going to wrap this crumb and take it home to my children starting toward the crumb. You can't do that, not with my crumb. Furious, the ant grabbed the crumb, pushed, pulled, shoved, and hauled. Before he knew it, he stood at the opening of the anthill with the crumb beside him. When the spider saw him there, she winked at him and said, See, I knew it. You can do a lot more than you think you can. And you know that. The End St. Peter's Wishes St. Peter and a friend went out for a walk. And the exercise made them thirsty. St. Peter started asking for water. He got to a house. And when the woman came to the door and found out what he wanted, she took a glass wiped it clean and graciously gave him a drink. St. Peter drank the water and as he handed the empty glass to her, he said, may God give you a bad husband. The two friends continued down the road and came to another house. St. Peter asked for water and the woman found a glass 
and scrubbed it until it was perfectly clean. Then she filled it with water and handed it to St. Peter with tender care. He drained the glass and said, May God give you a bad husband. They came to another house where an ill-tempered woman pushed a dirty glass of water in his face and said, Drink it! St. Peter drank it and said, May God give you a good husband. They walked on. The friend finally said, Hey, hey, how could you wish a good husband on that wretched woman after what you said to the women who were so good to you? Because a bad husband needs a good woman to straighten him out. And a bad woman needs a good husband for the same reason. The end. The monkey woman. The monkey woman had rare powers. From her treetop perch, she could talk through time and talk with the dead between bites of banana. Her chatter, some say, could call down rain. But what she liked best was wrapping her monkey self in a human form so she could make love with men. Once Chance put her in the bed with a man so sweet that she wanted to stay with him. If he was honey to her, she was sugar to him, and they got married because of it. The man thought he lucked up with his honey-hipped, cocoa-skinned woman. He did not know she was a monkey. As will happen when there is much sweetness about they had a child. While alone with her baby, the monkey woman would wiggle out of her human skin and scamper about making monkey sounds. She did this daily when her husband was out tending to his yams and yuccas. She liked the lightness of her monkey self, but always assumed human form before her man got home. He remained deeply in love with her. Many the day the baby saw his mother tuck her tail into the woman form and finally he understood. But he couldn't talk yet. He could tell no one. The husband worked hard raising his crops. Once he did so much that his foot got sore and he had to rest for several days. He wasn't too troubled since he knew it would give him time to get plenty of good loving. He sat contentedly playing his fiddle. The baby, older now, saw his chance. He had been busy rehearsing sentences in his head while his mother kept her eye on the plantains she was frying. He went quietly to his father and said, Uh, Papa? Uh, mom, mama is a monkey. A chill swept over the monkey woman like unbeckoned murmurs from the dead. The man went on fiddling. 
watching her from the corner of his eye. Unable to keep still, the monkey woman picked up a gourd and said, I'm going to fetch water. She left the house, the murmurs of the dead still in her ears. She took a long drink at the creek. The water cooled her thoughts. But as she approached the house, the man began playing his fiddle and singing a song with monkey sounds. Then and there, she turned into a monkey. Then and there, he cut off her head. The end. Okay, wow. So, three great stories, right? I don't want to spend a lot of time on each story. The first, the end story. Amazing how the spider was just like, okay, I see the BS that's going on here. All right, let me go help him out. Comes down and says, look, I can just take it. I'll just take the burn. You know what? You don't want the food. You don't want to help your family. Don't worry. I, I got you. I got I'll take it. I'll, I'll take it away from you. Right, I'll take that one. He's like, uh, no, <laughs> I worked too hard for this. I'm taking it home, and he gets it home. And that's what we all need sometimes. Somebody that can just push us over the edge just that tiny bit, you know what I mean? And to help us get the job done, you know, you working out, you doing whatever you got to do. Somebody needs somebody that can just get the job done. That story and the last story both come from the book Talk That Talk, um, shared by uh, Constance Garcia. Check the book out. They have some awesome stories, awesome sermons. Just check the book out. Get it just. St. Peter's Wishes. Now, I do not necessarily agree with what they said at the end about a bad person needs a good person to push them or make them better, whatever. I do agree sometimes we do need somebody that can bring out the best in us. And the story was making it black and white, you know, but I see it as having a more of a gray aspect. Because if you think about, you know, who you're with, you don't want that person to be too bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't want that husband to be too bad. You don't want that wife to be too bad because then it could become a very toxic and volatile situation. You want them to be just enough to where you guys can help each other grow. You're not gonna come into a relationship perfect, but if there's things that you're not great in, hopefully they are and vice versa. And I think that's what the story is really trying to tell us. We need somebody that can help us become be. Some people can do it on their own, and if you can, I applaud you. But that's not everyone, right? So let's help each other out, even if it's just a friend, you know. Even if it's just a friend. But I really love how he did it. Like, <laughs> you need a bad husband, you better. You need a good husband, uh -uh. <laughs> right? But the last story, which is the weirdest story. The monkey woman, she was just faking the fog. I 
felt bad for both of them because they loved each other. But, and I could go into this whole gender aspect of it, but let's not, even, we don't even need to go that far, right? Be who you are is basically what this is. Be the genuine you. And you'll find the person that will love the genuine you. Because when you give somebody a representative like she did, like the monkey woman did, eventually it'll come out. And it took their child to bring it out. And even then the husband didn't necessarily believe the child. He needed to see for himself that this woman is a liar. She's not who she says she is. Be you. Let them know from the jump. This is me. If you're an a-hole, look, I'm an a-hole. I ain't gonna be, this is me though. If you can love that about me, if you can love 100% me, then we good. If I can love 100% you, then we're good. We'll make it. I don't care what anybody else has to say about us. Let's just be us. And we'll make it through whatever we need to make it through. We'll love each other unconditionally. It's when you try to fake it, when you try not to be you, things go bad. And in this story, things went very bad. Don't allow yourself to be the monkey woman or monkey man. Let's, let's let's put it both ways. I have three of the stories that are very similar to this. Go listen to season one, The Gull and White, and The Knee High Man. That's episode six. Season two, The Boar Hog Husband. That's episode 16. And season three, this is kind of like the same thing, but out. That's episode seven. These are all similar stories to and being masquerading as another, as a human or as another person to try to find that love and it going wrong. This is not an uncommon story. This has happened all over the place. Go listen to those other three stories and tell me if I'm wrong about what I'm saying. But until then, and until I have another story for you, go see Chef. He has an awesome meal coming out of Cuba. And always be blessed, friends. Be blessed. Welcome, my friends, to the galley. I am your chef, chef, and today we will be preparing a recipe inspired by the story you have just heard. Or I should say stories you have just heard. Today we will be creating Montillo or sweet potato pudding. Now, what will you need for this recipe? One pound of Cuban white sweet potatoes. One pound of white sugar, two egg yolks, half a liter of water, one tablespoon of 
Muscatel wine or another sweet wine or sherry. One cinnamon stick. Half a teaspoon of ground cinnamon. Now, how do we put this together? Easy. Peel and boil the sweet potato until they are completely soft. Drain them and make them into a puree using a fork, preventing it from forming lumps so its resulting texture is fine. So its resulting texture is fine. Then make some light syrup using water, sugar, and the cinnamon stick. When the syrup is ready, add it immediately to the sweet potato puree. The ideal way is to go slowly and stir it so that it is well integrated. If you prefer, beat the mixture using a blender and then strain it. This will leave no traces of fiber making it more homogeneous and smooth. Now, add it to a pot and place it on medium heat to cook it until it thickens, stirring constantly, preventing it from sinking. Meanwhile, beat the yolks. Add to them the muscatel wine and then gradually add all of these to the pot containing the mixture of bonitillo. A little bit of bonitillo is poured into this mixture. Mix them well and add the rest. Put it back on the heat and cook for a few minutes while stirring. Remove from the stove and after cooling it, pour into a jam pot and sprinkle with cinnamon. And that is it, my friend. Now, go, do what you do. Make this recipe yours. And until I have another wonderful recipe for you, remember all of these fine stories from today. And as always, enjoy. Thank you for joining us on this voyage. Thanks to Art by Chalet for the logo, episode, and t-shirt designs. You may also get a t-shirt and other items on tpublic.com. You can contact me on all socials at AfroTalesCast. That's Afro, T-A-L-E-S, cast. And email me at AfroTalesPodcast at yahoo.com. You may also become a benefactor by simply sharing with any and everyone, giving a thumbs up or rating in your podcast app of choice. If you wish to donate, I am on Patreon and Coffee.com. That's K-O-F-I.com. So, until we meet again, may your winds be fair and your seas follow. <laughs>